I'm Luke Story. I'm Christine Loria. I'm Natasha Kingsbury. I'm Angie Check. I am Dr. Aaron Eugene McMorrow. I'm Ben Joseph Stewart. I'm Bliss Young. I am Dr. Jacob Egbert. I'm Kyle Kingsbury. I'm Lily Nichols. I'm Mark Groves. I'm Sarah Gustafson. I'm Jesse Golden. I'm Dr. Stuart Fishbein. I'm Marin Green. I'm Kelly Brogan, MD. Hi, this is Kimberly Ann Johnson. Je m'appelle Rick Safriz, et c'est le podcast du Gidecolo Holistique. Hello, I'm Paul Check, and this is the Holistic OPGYN Podcast. Enjoy. All right, Sarah Charmoli, uh, my dear friend here local in Louisville, you're one of the uh, exclusive practitioners, the special people that I wanted to be a part of my new PRP fertility program. And this mini interview is just going to be an opportunity to clarify what is FSG Breathwork. Mm -hmm. If you guys haven't heard episode 46 of this very podcast, Sarah and, um, and I were riffing for about an hour or so on the birth of our second baby at home. And Sarah had breathed us in the pregnancy and breathed us in the birth itself. And it was this really incredible experience. It's really hard to put words to it. Yeah. And um, you and I have breathed, you've breathed me multiple times now. Um, you breathed Stephanie, my wife, multiple times. So I wanted you to come in because I do think there's a lot of, there's some great application of this style of breathwork, any type of breathwork, mm -hmm. but your, your style, effigy um, in particular. And so... Let's riff for about 20 minutes yeah. just on what this means. So maybe start off, anything you wanted to clarify about the technique itself for people yeah. who don't know? Yeah, effigy breathwork is a style of, it's a mouth breathing style of breathwork. And it's rigorous and intense, and it's meant to alter your state. You are focused on the inhale, breathing through the mouth into the chest. <sighs> At a fast pace, I'm kind of going slow because I don't want to blow out your mic. But... <laughs> <laughs> but um, <clears throat> You want to breathe at around 85 beats per minute, and you do that for an hour without stopping. So it's an intense uh, practice, and it's meant to hit on mental, physical, spiritual, emotional levels. And you're meant to be out of control because what we're trying to get to is this: our soul selves, the spirit of what we are. Yeah. And sometimes mm -hmm. we got to get out of our own way, and trying to talk our way out of it is not going to cut it. So this is just a really simple practice to open up the energetic freeways of the body. Yeah, right on. Yeah, and you've, you've breathed a lot of very powerful people who really, really know their bodies well. Marion Green comes to mind. Mm -hmm. She, you know, owns Indie Birth. She's a good friend of mine, a, a midwife, um, although she'd probably call herself something different. She's yeah. just this like wise woman, <laughs> witchy birth keeper, wisdom keeper, whatever. Yeah. Um, she had told me she's had 10 natural births. She mm. told me it was the closest thing to childbirth mm. that she'd ever experienced. And that means a lot coming from her. In addition, Paul and Angie Check breathe with you. And they both said, we've never done anything like that. So there's a lot mm -hmm. of breath work out there. Effigy is definitely in a category of its own. Um, from a fertility standpoint, why might this be helpful for an individual who is yeah. frustrated, they're feeling somewhat, not demoralized, but they're feeling sort of help, you know, hopeless, hopeless about the process. Hopeless, right. We know that there are physical, mental, emotional, spiritual elements to this process, which is why I have people like you and a lot of these other practitioners, I mm -hmm. brought you guys together. For the individual, why is this practice helpful in maybe achieving fertility in the near future? 
Yeah, I think it's, gosh, I I feel like I could talk on this for hours because I feel like it's one thing to just be a human being walking around trying to make their life happy and peaceful and and purposeful all the time. And it's another when you're trying to create life. Like there's a a whole pressurized system um, inside and outside the body that's at play here. And I feel like what Effigy does is, You've heard me say it. I call it the great equalizer. Yeah. And I think it is that because you can't expect what's going to happen. And even if you want to, even if you do it once and you think, okay, now I know what to expect. No, you don't. Like, because how we're holding things in the body, how we hold our experiences, our physical injuries, our emotional experiences, how we hold past lives and trauma and negative thought patterns and our conditioning, like how all of that stuff matter is getting held in the body all the time. And at the heart of what effigy is about is about getting out of our own way yeah. so that we can be in the divine purpose of our lives. But if you're trying to create life, if you're in a, on a fertility journey, like it's so much more, um, what's the word? It's, it's potent yeah. and it's present all the time because you're trying to get out of your own way. So this thing can happen. Right. Yeah. Yeah. And I just feel like this is a practice to access things that maybe you haven't thought of or haven't seen or don't have another way to, process through or um, excavate in in the body like there's to me there's just nothing like it I mean I it's hard to describe what that is when you haven't done it but if if you can even what I said at the beginning if you take close your eyes lay down and take 20 of those breaths and tell me nothing happens yeah right it's like something immediately happens so to go on that journey even one time is going to fundamentally change how you're vibrating inside your body how you're in frequency and in harmony with the external world with your partner yeah like the the way you're going to relate the how you're going to connect to to all levels to your mind to the physical body to your own spirituality to your own purpose and how you're going to view and see that in someone else is really and when i say it's going to change i mean it's going to transform and catalyze into more pure form yeah yeah, yeah. totally yeah something you said you know just before we started recording here was and and i can totally relate to this you go to like serenity wellness spa i made that yeah. up sorry if there's a serenity <laughs> wellness spa out there i, I think i'm there not is. picking on you well <laughs> Serenity Spa 2.0. And it's all like, (laughs) let's just relax and slow down. It's this easy breezy. It's like getting lotioned up by Mm -hmm. somebody. Mm -hmm. Just Mm -hmm. sounds lovely. It's, It's trying to breathe in through the nose and release. It's that type of thing. This is not that at all. No, it's not. So instead of us talking about parasympathetic, you actually quite talk quite a bit about directly engaging with your sympathetic and That's right. forcing it into like an overdrive. I, that may not be your language, but sure. can you talk a little bit about that? Yeah. I mean, I do want to just say like, I don't think either one of us have a problem with Serenity Spa. Too no, I no. freaking like, love it. freaking love yeah. a Serenity Spa. Yeah. Like, take me there's there a point, today. There's a time and place for that and there's a time and place for effigy. Right, exactly. Um, but what you're talking about is to make contact with your shit. But from a place of awareness gives light and consciousness on the thing mm. that's that's already alive inside of you, right? Mm. Just because you can't feel your trauma every day or you can't feel how um, 
and you can't feel as like an entity, the negativity that you sure. might hold on to, or just the pain that you might be in, in your heart, just because you might not be able to feel it or access it all the time. It doesn't mean it's not there. Right. So what this style of breath work, what effigy is trying to do is to sh- put a spotlight, put a spotlight on all of that stuff all at once and bring it up so that you can make contact with it, with your consciousness and it can clear. Mm. So why I'm talking about the sympathetic nervous system is because, you know, if someone has anxiety, what happens inside of an anxiety attack? It's like, it's a, a heightened hyperventilating kind of breathing. And it's totally and, out of your control. And it's totally out of your control. But when you go into a practice like this, you might end up having anxiety attack kind of feelings or experiences in the body. And we want that. We want it because we want to liberate the part of you that that has no control. Right. Right? Like if you can keep breathing in that moment where the body is totally in reactivity and in some kind of an anxiety, even though you're laying on a beautiful bed and in a, in a safe environment with someone who's trying to help you, all that stuff comes up. And if you can just breathe into that, it really can change, change in an instant. I think I probably said this on the last podcast, like... I've had dozens of people come that have panic attacks and then they do the breath once and never have one again. That's crazy. It's crazy, right? That's so crazy. Yeah. Yeah. But I believe it. I mean, it is a, it is a journey doing that for an hour. Yeah. And similarly, I think even to psychedelics, I I know that it's not always fair to compare these types of things, Mm -hmm. but there are certain people who have long-standing PTSD mm-hmm. and they get a little glimpse through the clouds right. through either a mushroom journey or MDMA assisted psychotherapy. Sure. And suddenly they're like I don't know what to say. I I feel like I'm fixed. <laughs> right. You know, it's kind of like that with this breath. If you can really commit yourself to an hour of this relatively hard practice yeah. without succumbing to the discomfort pushing through that who knows what's on the other side of that door. Right. And I feel like this is so important when you're trying it, when you're on a fertility journey, or if you've had trouble for having, if you've had trouble, pardon me, getting pregnant. I, when I get excited, sometimes I stumble over my words. <laughs> stumble over your words. Stumble over what I'm trying to say. <laughs> but I think if you're on that journey and you're having trouble, like there's just no, there's no better way to get your mind at least at ease for a second and let your body do some work for yeah. you. Yeah, I I feel moved to share this. And I don't know why, but I feel like it's connected. I I had this guy come. I was in Costa Rica and he came to breathe with me and he I told him what it was and he was freaking out at the beginning of the class. And he's this beautiful guy, South African. No, he wasn't South African. He was just Africa. He's from Kenya. White guy. But he was (laughs) he was incredible. And he spoke all these different languages. And he just felt like such a strong, sturdy person. And he was freaking out at the beginning of the breath. And I was like, what's up, man? He was like, I had this experience where he went camping with his friends and he was sitting on this, they had set up their camp on the side of this riverbank. And in the middle of the night, there was a flash flood and they got washed away. Whoa. And like, he didn't tell the details, but like, you just knew it's like, did some of his friends die or something? Like it was, and it was in his body. Like you could feel it. And he was like, I'm scared. I'm just scared. I don't want, like, I've worked so hard to like put that in my past. Like, But he's just got this nugget, this like right rancid there. nugget just simmering his whole life. Totally yeah, right there. Yeah. He's just living with it, managing it, dealing with it. And he breathed with me and he came, it was super powerful. He came out and he was like, I'll be back. I'll be back tomorrow. And he came back the next day and he came out of the breath the, the second day and he was like, I'm healed. Crushed it. 
Wow. And I was, and I believed him and we've stayed in touch since. And I feel like why I wanted to tell the story is that you might think while trying to get pregnant and you haven't been able to, that it's just an impossible, right. it's an impossible journey. It's just journey. my uterus or it's just the sperm or whatever. Maybe. Maybe. But what about all this other stuff that you've become so unconscious of that you just carry with you? Stephanie, my my wife, your friend, mm-hmm. our friend, our our beautiful Stephanie always describes it as the stinky package. It's like you're carrying the stinky package around. You just want to keep yeah. giving it to other people. And I'm like, no, thanks. No. I don't want your stinky package. Yeah. But when are we going to talk about the stinky package? <laughs> right. Right. And I just feel like there's so I just get you know me like I'm just fired up all yeah. the time and I'm passionate about it. And it's also I mean, I could talk for days on it and I don't I don't really know how to talk about it. Yeah. I just feel like come. Well, it's truly it. ineffable. It really is a yeah. uh, <laughs> effigy is ineffable. There's a T-shirt or something in there. <laughs> um, one thing one last thing I do want to ask you about yeah. is uh, you were with Stephanie and I when we were breathing through our birth. There mm-hmm. was this. We are deeply connected. We have been for many years. We've gone on many uh, medicine journeys. We've traveled the world. We've had two babies together. We've had sex at least twice. At least two times. At least two times. Um, <laughs> what about couples that are on this journey? What is the value, perhaps, of breathing together? Yeah, I think, well, what we were talking about before and we were trying to sort out our language around it was around because I I kept saying it's like you're making a karmic tie yeah if you're having a child with someone you're making one we hear so much out there in the zeitgeist especially especially in like the world of wellness and spirituality (laughs) spiritual things it's like oh I'm trying to like crack the karmic code or like break break out of my karmic ties right it's like we're but in creating a life together like you're building something out of a tie that you have with someone to create yeah. another karmic tie with another whole being. And like that can be really positive and really beautiful. And I feel like this to do a practice like this with your partner is only going to strengthen the bond mm. to to open those energetic pathways that are already there. Like if you're in partnership with someone, like you already have a tether. There's already cords attached from one person to the next. And it's who knows? It could be from lifetimes. That's just like how I like to organize things. But or this lifetime, but you're connected energetically already and any, all you're doing is you're going to strengthen those bonds right. and find the pathway that's more open, more pure, more clean yeah. between the two of you. Yeah. Amazing. Yeah. Well, I think this is a tremendous asset to a fertility program. We are going to demonstrate that with time. Yeah. I don't think there's any fertility program in the world that includes a directed, conscious, hyperventilatory breath system mm-hmm. like Effigy. So I'm very, very grateful to have you. Yeah. Um, any final thoughts in this very short abbreviated effigy mastermind? (laughs) Yeah. I mean, I think what part of what you're offering and why I'm so um, moved to participate and moved to work with people in this way is, is because of, well, what I know that you are, which is I, you're a specific person, meaning like you care about the specifics and you care about the specifics of couples and, and their journey and their specific journey. And that's what I know I'm good at. Yeah. I know that I'm good at, I can be a real channel for holding the specifics of someone's journey and integrating that into the practice itself. And so I've been in a lot of conversations this last week just about how like effigy between Elijah is my business partner. And if you want to know about him, we can (laughs) link to that stuff later. But um, he and I, we've worked together for 10 years and we're just at this place where it's like, it's not about us. Like it's not about he and I 
I being these kinds of facilitators that are offering something into the world. Yes, that's what we are. We happen to be healer people and people that know how to do things like that. But all we care about is for people to get access to the work itself. Yeah. And if you can get yourself some access to this inside of this program, outside of the program, like you're only doing yourself a favor to take the medicine of what's available to you all yeah. the time. Amen. Thank Amen. you so much, Sarah. Yeah, thank you so much. If you guys want to check out the program, it's uh, BelovedHolistics.com. You'll find the fertility page there. You can sign up. We're taking six people in the first six months. Mm. By the time that maybe you hear this message, we will probably be fully open. But we are uh, really doing something unique. And I'm so happy to have you, my friend, as Yay. a part of it. Same. <laughs>